Well, good morning. I hope you're all well and it is good to uh, get together in this way around God's Word. We're going to look at one or two things this morning. And one of the good things about God's Word is that it is totally honest. It is the truth. It tells the truth about who God is and it tells the truth about who we are. And I just want to look at one or two things in that vein this morning. Let's just pray before we do. Our Father, we do thank you for your Word. We thank you that we can come to it and you can teach us, you can lead us. You could show us how we should live. And our Father, we thank you that even when we don't live the way that you would have us live, you are still there for us. And we can come to you and we can come to your word. And from that, we can draw our strength and our guidance. So our Father, just teach us this morning as we gather together in this way. For we ask it in your precious and worthy name. Amen. Okay, so we've been looking at, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, who we are as Christians. And one thing that we are not is perfect. As you go through God's word, you'll see that there's only one who is perfect. That is Jesus himself. And we don't need to be reminded of this. We know it already. We know the times we have off days when we don't feel right. And we know the truth is that sometimes we struggle and we do the things that we know we shouldn't do. But Jesus is aware of this. Listen to the words of his prayer in John's Gospel. This is John 17, verse 15 to 19. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world for them. I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. You know, it always helps to hear someone speak openly and honestly about the internal struggles that they have as a Christian living daily in this sinful world. That's what we're looking at, who we are as Christians. Now, listen to these words of personal testimony. They're from none other than the Apostle Paul. And we find them in Romans 7, verse 18 to 25. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, I do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So, I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. It's good to know that even Paul had his inward struggles. Listen to what he goes on to say. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Now when we read on, we see that Paul here is asking who will rescue him. And this is what he goes on to say. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Christ Jesus our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. 
So, this is the reality of Paul telling us that he does at times struggle, but he has a deliverer and God is his deliverer. We've been looking at Galatians chapter 5 and I thought that would just be a little bit of a prelude to us looking at that this morning. This is what Paul has to say to the church at Galatia. This is Galatians 5 verse 16 to 18. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So, Paul is telling us to walk by the Spirit. Why does he do that? Because he knows we're not perfect. Why does he do that? Because he knows that there'll be times when we struggle. We're in a time of lockdown, and it can get quite distressing and it can get upsetting and sometimes things can get on top of us and we might feel as though we're not living as we should live as Christians. Well, if you like that, you're not the first to feel like that because there are times when we all feel like that. And even Paul. And also, Jesus knows and that's why he prayed for us in the way that he did. So Paul is going to go on and he's going to state what we already know to be true. And then he's going to contrast that with what we should be and what we can be and how we can be that way as Christians. So let's just finish this little bit off. 1921, when Paul tells us what we already know. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, decessions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. In other words, these things won't be in God's kingdom, but while we are here on earth, we sometimes struggle with them. We're looking at who we are as a Christian. Our identity as a Christian should not be in these things that Paul mentions. And he's going to tell us where our true identity should be and who it is who is there to help us through both the good and the bad times. So we'll save that little bit for tomorrow. And you can read it ahead if you want to and you'll know exactly what we're going to look at. As we pray today, let's pray for each other. Um, pray for the, the, the fact that we are human and we still live in a sinful world and sometimes there can be a lot of pressure on us, particularly at this time of this COVID-19. Pray and give thanks to God for the fact that the shops and, and other businesses are opening for the first time today. Remember those people who will be going back to work. I know they will be probably a little bit anxious about it. Uh, pray that the, the situations that they put in place so that people can be social distanced. And just pray that this will not cause a peak in COVID-19. But thank God that we are going in the right direction and pray that he will continue to lead us in that way. Pray for those also in medical research that we will soon see a vaccine produced. So, a few things for us this morning and um, maybe we can consider them throughout the day and also there may be somebody we know who's struggling at this time and that we can bring them before the Lord in person. 
So I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. And um, in the meantime, you have a great day and I'll speak again. So God bless to all of you. And we can all say amen to that.